Hi friend, welcome to this week's podcast from the First Baptist Church of Nokomis, where we are building the kingdom of God through the lives of everyday people. If you are new, you can visit our website at fbcnokomis.com. Click on our visitor information page to sign up for our e-newsletter or to learn more about our ministries. We also invite our regular listeners to partner with us and support our digital ministries by clicking the give off. I'll try to make it uh, pretty short and sweet, but I'm going to give you uh, our final conversation about the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And today it is about, after a second coming, a final judgment. Allow me to read what comes in Revelation chapter 20. The judgment of the dead. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. And books were opened. This one book that was opened is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in those books. The sea, it gave up the dead, all those who had gone ahead in this life to death. And death and Hades gave up the dead, and all were judged according to what they had done. And death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire that is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into that fire. I always have people ask me about these difficult passages. They say, well, hey, the Bible says we're not supposed to judge one another. First of all, I'm sure every child would like that to be true because parents have to judge their children to raise them correctly, right? That's part of our call. Now, we don't like judgment. Uh, Matthew 5 says... Do not judge lest ye be judged. And we use that passage to say, don't you judge me. By the way, that is totally out of context. The rest of the passage goes on to say, because if you have a log jammed in your eye, you can't take the speck out of somebody else's eye. But Jesus says, take the log out of your eye, and then you can address the speck in their eye. So in essence, you are going to judge one another. What Jesus is saying Do it respectfully. Do it correctly. Don't judge from a position of your own inadequacies. Judge from a position of respect, accountability, what we call constructive criticism. So this whole taking the scripture out of context, don't judge lest ye be judged. We're all going to have judgment. Otherwise, what would we do with our children, parents, if you never judged them? If everything they did from the time they were two was right? The reason they call it terrible twos, because they do a lot of things that are terrible. Or difficult threes, it just keeps getting harder. You discipline them. You give them instruction, construction, perspective. The same thing's true when I talk about judgment when it comes to school. Now, when all these people graduated, Amanda, you may not want to know this, but your professors had to what? Judge you. They had to judge your work. Now, You didn't have to do great work, as my son is so famous for saying now, C's get degrees. 
some people are high achievers, some people are underachievers. But the fact that you did something that was judged ultimately gives... Okay, when you and I die, we have that initial judgment. It's kind of like taking a class or taking a test. But what do you hope after the culmination of all that work will happen? You'll have a graduation day. You get to celebrate that. I have a little bit of a cause for concern. Does anybody feel like the world's become very judgmental today? I mean, I say, do not judge lest ye be judged. But that's a bit hypocritical in the world that says, unless you're on social media, you can judge anybody you want, whenever you want. And not only that, you can find something. What do they call that when you go digging into social media to get something? And then you want to bring it back to surface and put it back out there to embarrass somebody? Hey, you did this in 2009. We'd like you to remember it. This is what makes you a horrible human being. It's terrifying, isn't it? So what's the difference? The difference is judgment coming from a perspective that for a teacher, a coach, a parent is somebody who is right to judge. Now let's be honest. How many of you have ever had somebody try to parent your kid and you're like, hey, that's not your kid? Ever had that moment? Like, especially as a grandparent, I like, want to ask the parents, hey, do you mind? I want to discipline your kid. I love Bentley to death, but he needs discipline. Right? He's, he's spending time with us. What's that rule, right? I remember we were younger and they're like, can the grandparents spank the kids? I'm like, I know. And then I've been around my kids long enough. I'm like, yep, just do what you need to do. Who gets the judge? Well, the Bible says there's going to be an end judgment. And God is going to judge all of us. So we have that first passing of the test when we die. I shared with you there's two deaths. Spiritual death and a physical death. If you have a spiritual death with Jesus now, then when you have a physical death, you will enter into your rest. And then there will be this culmination of the end times that Jesus will come again, and there will be this final judgment. And that final judgment is just basically God's way of saying, all right, all my children come around me, and all those of you who didn't want to be with my children, you will go into the lake of fire. Now, everybody will say, oh, that sounds cruel. I got a question for you. Are you allowed to get a degree if you didn't go to school? How does that work? Yeah, stop it. Can you just print one out and all of a sudden you've got the degree? Does that work? Like in other words, everybody sort of struggles with the fact that judgment seems harsh, but judgment only seems harsh when what? You didn't do the work. Nobody sits in a graduation and goes, if they gave you a seat at graduation, they're gonna what when you get on stage? They're gonna give you a diploma. If they told you that you're not getting a seat in the graduation, you're not getting a diploma. That's the distinction. If you didn't do the work, you weren't really part of the school and its practices, you're not going to graduate. Why are we shocked? Oh, but it sounds so harsh. Only if you didn't do the work. When does it not sound harsh? What graduate isn't satisfied to go get that diploma? Yes, I did the work. I was doing my, my doctorate program. Incidentally, if you have any curiosities about going to school after high school, you can go a long time. In fact, I think I went 12 years after high school. So I got 12 years through high school, and then 12 years after. So I'm at the end of all of that, and I have to write a thesis. Now, it's a 136-page, single-spaced thesis. 
I've done all the things that I'm supposed to do with it when it came to the share groups we did back in 2013. I write the paper, I send it in. They send it back and they say, this is not to our satisfaction. So I wrote a lot more into it and I sent it back and they sent it back. They said, this does not meet the Turabian style of writing. January of, I want to say 2013, I walked outside with my 136 pages and I said things that I can't really say too loudly, but I'm going to sort of murmur what I did. You could have been whoosh! And I threw them all up in the air. And I said, I'm done! I'm done! I'm done! I'm done. Anybody in college ever lost your mind like that? Like, you get the, you're right, you're like, I am, no, I'm not. I, Tara had to walk me off the ledge. She's like, you not, you've, you've got to finish. Oh, no, oh, no. I will never call them. I'll never talk to them. I'll never speak to them. I'm, no, I'm not doing it. Come to find out, I was emailing the document in Word format on my Mac computer to their PC, which then uploaded it in the wrong format that didn't meet the margins. And that was the problem. So Revelation, I saved it as a PDF, resent it, and she says, oh, it meets the criteria for graduation. <laughs> Reach through the phone. It can be a lot of grueling work. But when you do it, you bet I wanted to be on that stage getting that diploma. I did that work. But the final judgment, can you and I do the work to earn our place with God forever? Well, now, pastor, how's that going to work? You just made this whole thing about the graduation and final judgment. If you do the work, then you pass the test, and so you shouldn't be worried about you know, sulfur and fire. You should want your diploma and be with God forever. But you might get a scholarship. Here's the thing about a scholarship. What if you got a full ride into the university of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Now you can't go to school. You're a part of the school. You signed up, you're registered, you're ready to go. The question is, do you actually then do the work? That's where we get lost as Christians. I've done a lot of baptisms. Are there some of the baptisms who may have spoken with their mouth what they didn't believe in their heart? Possibly. And if that were the case, then they were the ones that were offered the scholarship, pretended that they wanted it, and never went to school. They never went into a discipleship of Jesus Christ to learn how to walk in his ways. Church, the work has already been done to put us into that school. We just have to accept the love of Jesus Christ. But once we're accepted, we do the work. And if we don't do the work, then there's probably the question, did we ever go to begin with? How many of you know that freshman college who drops out? <laughs> How come, it, how come college didn't work? I uh, never went. <laughs> but you got a free ride. Folks, everybody's given the promise. Everybody's offered the freedom of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of people who just don't take that scholarship, even as it's free. But for those of us that do, we do the work. Sometimes we don't do it well. C's get degrees. <laughs> Sometimes we don't do it 
to the extent that is what other people would believe we should be doing it for? We know there's variables that go with that. But the fact that you took the scholarship and went into this fold of discipleship, it puts you in that school. So I got news for you. When the final judgment comes, it does say all will be judged. It actually says there will be some who will be added with Jesus to make judgment upon the nations. Now, I don't think that's me, and I don't know if that's you. Maybe Mother Teresa. Maybe there's some really cool people there that are going to be part of that eldership in heaven. It's not going to probably be me. But who cares? It's the same reward for all of us. So when I tell people there's a final judgment and they get nervous, then what does that tell us? Are you unsure of your salvation? If you're unsure of your salvation, you're scared of a final judgment. If you're sure of your salvation, you know your name is in the book of life. You know you're crossing that stage. You know you're getting the diploma. You know you're going to be in the kingdom of God forever. What are we missing? Right now, we need to tell a lot of people there's more scholarships. <laughs> we need to tell a lot of people. When you die, you will face judgment. In a second death, after your first death, there is eternal damnation. But for those who have accepted Jesus, Matthew 25, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into your rest. Yeah. There is a final judgment. And I think it's pretty special. Let's pray. Lord, as we uh, inspire these young minds uh, from our kindergartners to our eighth graders for this journey, a lot of the work they do, it will shape them. It will make them smarter. It will be, make them more capable. Hopefully, interacting with others and the socialization will make them better human beings, more kind, more generous, more thoughtful. Ultimately, I hope that comes with the guidance of your Holy Spirit. That you, the creator of each and every soul, with the co-creators that are the parents, we have that purpose. That which we surrender to you, that you usher us into your discipleship, your school of thought, that is free, we didn't earn our place there. But once there, you invite us to make the most of it. And someday, Lord, when that judgment comes, there are those who should be fearful. That they ignored your salvation. They cast aside that scholarship. But for those of us who claim you as our Lord and Savior, we can't wait to walk across that stage and to have you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into your rest. Amen. Would you stand with us as we close? And again, uh, those of you that want to stick around and listen about the roof details, you're encouraged to do so. Uh, if you got little ones in the nursery, I'm sure Emma won't mind for a few minutes. We'll give a little bit of break in between, but 
as we wrap up worship now does that final judgment scare you does it intrigue you are you looking forward to that eternity with the fellowship of those who believe or are you unsure about your own salvation don't wait until that is decided for you decide today just decide today thank you for listening to this week's podcast see you next time and remember god is building his kingdom through the lives of everyday people just like you